Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive, or if you think like one, and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Metcalf, founder of X-Quadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve extraordinary results. And no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Impact Multiplier CEO podcast. I'm Davina Stanley, and I'm here today with Richard again to look at some of the interesting questions that he's had for us. And today, the season is all about questions to multiply your impact. So these are powerful questions that every CEO, entrepreneur, or senior business leader should reflect on. Engage with them fully, and I think you'll be surprised. I've certainly been enjoying this series with Richard. So how are you, Richard? I'm well, thank you. We're recording this in a really hot summer's day here. So, um, uh, you know, living the dream and, you know, which doesn't always happen. I know in Australia, you get, you know, beautiful weather all year round, not a drop of, you know, rain. So uh, not here true. We're, <laughs> we're, we're just living in, in very, you know, very warm and kind of slightly humid conditions with no air conditioning, which obviously is, uh, is, uh, is fun. But, uh, it's well, we than, do have air rain. conditioning down under. And can I tell okay. you, I took my puffer jacket off from the walk. I just took around the blocks while I was um, waiting. So it's just so getting important. ready for our session today. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, so it's, uh, it's summer and it's a great time to think about some of these questions. Um, and yeah, we were talking about some of these, these things as, just earlier on. Uh, and and I'd perhaps let me just jump in and, and give me a question for today. And the question for today is, where are you playing it safe or where are you dithering? And we were just talking before we started recording, right, this idea of, uh, you know, playing it safe, especially in the world of COVID, right, um, where everyone's having a choice. How safe do I play it? Um, you know, what decisions do the I make? The Australian government has decided to play it incredibly safe from a health perspective anyway. Yeah, right. In, in, we're, we're apparently going to be going to zero cases before we let well, out of lockdown again. There we go. Which I think is, well, it's going to be interesting to see if that's possible. Is it possible to play it safe, Richard? Is it really possible? Wow. Well, well it's interesting. Well, one of the things I often say to my clients is, you know, what looks safe is often risky and what looks risky is often safe. And that's actually another thinking mm-hmm. principle, right, about second-order consequences or third-order consequences. So, you know, take you know, a silly example, um, you know, if you decide to play it safe and stay in your bed all day, well, okay, you're probably not going to be involved in a road accident or you're probably not going to catch COVID or other things, but you're probably not going to have a great income. Your body's going to wither away. You probably can't get out of bed in a, in a few months time because you've got no muscles, right? So, you know, playing it safe doesn't always work out, um, you know, or stay in the corporate job that you hate uh and where you're not growing just because you feel it's safe and then five years down the road you're made redundant you have no up-to-date skills you're you know you're you're older than you perhaps should be for making a career change or whatever it is right playing it safe can be risky and as we said last time we talked about 
volatility and, and, and uncertainty and anti-fragile. Sometimes doing the doing the um, the risky thing, what seems risky, actually becomes safe because you build your skills or you you, you adapt to the environment and you're on the front foot. So absolutely, no, point. absolutely, no. I love that. Love that. So why do people stay stuck? We, yeah, why so, do we why do we keep dithering? We all do it sometimes. Why do we all why why do we do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, so why? So yeah. So again, so this is what this question is trying to do, right? When I'm asking this to to a client, you know, it's often people who are perhaps actually, you know, they are go getters, right? They're moving forward. They are doing, you know, they are being decisive in many areas of their life. They're moving forward on projects. What I'm trying to get to here, though, is well, you know, where are you actually holding back? Where are you playing it a bit safe? Where are you where are you dithering, not making it the right, not making a decision? And now sometimes it's great not to make a decision, right? I'm not saying you always have to make snap decisions. There's a space to be in your research phase, in your to be comfortable with that um, not knowing, right? That's fine. But you asked us why? Why do we do this? It's often about fear, okay? And so what I'm really trying to get in here is that what are you actually afraid of at this moment? What keeps us playing small and playing in our comfort zone? It's normally fear fear that we do the thing that's really important and it doesn't work out or that we find that we aren't able to do it. Uh, what keeps us in indecision? Well, it's fear, you know, should I, shouldn't I, do I want to make that decision? Is, is that fear so often more not based in what if it doesn't work out, but what do I think about myself if I don't succeed? Yeah, don't often, think? right. If, yeah, yeah, what's the story I'm going to tell myself uh, about mm-hmm. about me? So, I guess um, the one that just pops to mind now is, you know, making a marriage proposal, you know, um, because that you, you can put that off because it, because it, fear is often a mask for desire. Uh, and so the thing that you are frightened of is the thing that you actually want, but actually putting it on the line and seeing which way it's good to go. Sometimes we want to push off. Yes, because we think, why take the risk? We might lose something, but then we're not going to gain something either. Yeah, exactly. So I often say that the you know we have this wall of fear, right? This wall of self-preservation that's keeping us limited. And within you know our side of the wall of fear is the comfort zone, and the other side of the wall of fear is the greatness zone and the learning zone. And yeah, you know, there's no learning in the comfort zone. And so true. And there's no, and there's normally there's no comfort in the learning zone as well, right? But it's it's okay to get to be uncomfortable, right? It's fine. What's wrong with being a bit of discomfort, right? But the greatness zone for me is about contribution. So when we're at this side of the wall of fear, playing it safe, we're not actually uh, contributing at our highest level. We're trying to protect ourselves and, and, and we're kind of in defensive mode. But when we go the other side of that wall of fear, it's because we can see somebody we want to serve. And when we see somebody we want to serve, then we get over ourselves because there's something that's more important. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's the kind of the question I suppose I really want to ask people today. It's like, well, where are we playing small? Where are we being limited by fear, you know, what are the stories that we're telling ourselves? And, um, and often a great way to kind of perhaps think about that is to think about, well, um, what's a bit exciting and a bit scary? 
If it's too exciting, we're probably just in the hype phase. And if it's too scary, well, perhaps perhaps it's not the step for us right now. Perhaps there's some reasons to look at that. But what is it that's kind of, what's that edge where it's a bit exciting, it's a bit scary, it represents growth? And what would that look like to go there? Hello, it's Richard here with a quick interlude. These conversations are all about upgrading how you think about creating impact. So here's a resource to help you do just that whilst staying fast and focused. The CEO's checklist for challenging times is a quick way to enhance your thinking and detect blind spots, even when things are moving incredibly fast and you're not sure what's going to happen next. You can get this powerful checklist of 17 world-class strategies by heading to xquadrant.com forward slash go forward slash challenging times checklist with a hyphen between each of those three last words. Now, back to the conversation. And I love what you said just before. It reminds me of learning to ride a bike. When you're learning to ride a bike and you're very nervous, you're excited, you want to do it. But if you focus on hitting the tree and worry about the things that could go wrong, the fear, then Mm. you're just going to go straight into the tree. Whereas if you focus on the path and thinking, well, actually, I want to get to the corner shop or something, then you just look at the corner shop and you go and you might wobble a bit as you're riding or whatever, but you're focused on where you want to go. So you actually make progress. You get there. Whereas Mm. if you do focus on that fear, the tree, then um, we hit the tree every time, don't we? Yeah. So that I think that's really helpful to think about, you know, where do we want to get to so that we can actually have a worthy goal that motivates us to get out of that um, or to stop dithering, to stop. Yeah. Stop that. Mm. And so I love this question just because a lot of people say, well, I'm, you know, an action taker. I'm moving forward in all these areas. And for me, it's great to say, well, just let's put our attention on where is it that you're not, you know, what's the conversation that you're not having, right? What's the decision you're not making? And so that's what I'd invite people to do today. Mm, Love that. Love that. And I think that's, that's fantastic. So um, look, next time, I think you've got another challenging question for us, haven't you? Uh, Well, hang on, hang on. Oh, you've got more to come, have you? Oh, have I jumped ahead? You've jumped ahead because I'm going to ask you. Oh, you're not. I was trying to avoid that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to ask you. No, no, I know you are. Mm. Come on, Dad. Where are you playing it safe? Where are you dithering? Oh, where am I playing it safe? This is reality TV, folks. Watch out. It is. It is because I didn't know the the question in advance either. Now, I, um, where am I dithering? I've got a plan to approach somebody to help me with my online business. And as you were speaking, I was thinking, do I need to reach out? It's a coach with a specific set of expertise. And I don't want to speak to her until I've done my pre-work. But then if I leave it too long, she might be busy, mightn't she? So I I think I need to make the call and and not worry if I can't speak to her for a couple of months, which is the reality. I can't. But um, so I don't know if that counts as dithering, does it? Does that count as dithering? (laughs) (laughs) I think I've been dithering on that a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. 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 So she's got some very specific skills that I think I need. So Mm. there we go. Look out. I'll I'll email her tonight, Richard. Okay. Excellent. There you go. Yeah. Mm. And what about you? What are you dithering about? This isn't one way. Ah, I see you're going to get me. Yeah. And I I don't prepare these things. I, I, I do think about the questions, right? But I don't think about, 
how I'm going to reply because it's good to do it in the moment. I think um, what's coming to mind, I suppose, two things actually. So the one started to come to mind as I was talking about it, which is more about you know I'm, I want to run launch a new program, uh, really focused on bringing together a group of high achieving CEOs. And at the time of recording this. I've done a lot of work one-to-one with CEOs. I've not brought them together in this way, um, in this particular format. And I think there's some sense where I've, you know, oh, that's something for next month, right? A little bit. Um, there's a few <laughs> things I need to do on that. Um, it's Delhi, it's not, it's not massive. Yeah, it's, it's not massive. I'm, it is moving forward, but I think I, yeah. I'm perhaps uh, procrastinating a bit on that one. Um uh, yeah, because as you said, it's a fear of his new thing. What's it going to look like? Who's going to say yeah. yes? Who's going to say no? All that usual stuff. Yeah. And then I think the other one, and then I think the other one is actually it's interesting because you can really focus this zoom in and zoom out on different scales. So that was like a bigger picture one. But focusing to today, there's a meeting, right? Uh, a workshop I'm running with a client, and it's uh, it's a great client. I'm looking forward to it. But there's a sense of it's, it's a quite a large and complex team with a lot of strong personalities. And I know, going into that meeting, I'm going to have a choice. You know, do I try to play it safe and really have a very structured uh, agenda and really try to control all the moving parts? You know, or do I, do I take more risk with this team? Do I push them in different ways, right? Do I... Um, do and I how far do you control push it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. And, and so I suppose for me, yeah. Let it be free free flowing except for certain things that you think are high risk or you know how much do you control it? Yeah, exactly. So mm. I think for me that's been an interesting um, thought to go into this meeting with to say okay, how am I going to be in the greatness zone in that meeting and not mm. in the comfort zone? So it's great just to kind of apply it because sometimes these questions we think, oh, these are like big picture questions. Well, no, they can be applied right at the very thing in front of us, which is coming up for me mm. in three hours' time, right? And so don't take this as a podcast episode of, oh, yeah, well, I can, you know, this is just big picture stuff. It's very, very yes. imminent and practical. And and while I was out for a walk in my puffer jacket just now, I was listening to a book, um, which is called Effortless by Greg, Greg McCone. I'm not sure if I've said his surname correctly there, McKeon perhaps. Mm. And he talks about the real value of taking lots of small regular steps and not doing these big bursts yeah. and then exhausting ourselves and pulling back. So you can probably draw that thought of that steady, eddy sort of behaviour towards um, making sure that we don't... Um, dally we don't hide from the things that um could really challenge us we don't just look at the big things we look at the small things and what was it you go um be smooth to go fast go slow to go smoothly and go smoothly to go fast there we go there nice go. nice very good mm. Good. Well, I guess I think at this point we can probably wrap it up, right? Um now yeah. I've now I've put you on the hot spot and um <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, and what we're going to do um, next time is we'll talk about uh, another interesting question, which I'll just summarize for now as where's the dissonance. Uh, so it's an interesting one because we often look for confirmation and I want to look for dissonance, which we can we talk about. So next do. Time. Love that. Love that. So look, if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to find some others on similar topics or some of the other uh, interviews that uh, Richard has conducted, go over to xquadrant.com 
slash podcast and you can find a whole range of podcast recordings there. So thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching, and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.